0: And streaming live on ESPNNHradio.com.
1: What do you need? What do you want? Can I not just live here without having to occasionally deal with you animals?
0: Now, here's Christian Arkan and Tom Kane.
2: Michael Floyd. Floyd battling to get to the end zone. Floyd extends his body for the Touchdown. Catch and run for
0: Floyd. The newest Patriot hits Pater. Moore
2: steps up, throws it underneath. Ball pops free, and it's scooped up along the sideline by McClellan. Shane McClellan, he's got blockers. McClellan out of bounds.
3: Those are two dynamite calls. Is that Iron Eagle?
4: I. I think so, Was it? Is that Eagle and Fouts? I think that was the Westwood one call. No, that's Iron Eagle and Fouts. Was that Iron Eagle? Yeah. Because Fouts Fouts was awful, but those were two good calls right there. Did you hear Fouts, first of all, Dan Fouts talking about the uh, Jarvis Landry taking his helmet off? Yeah. Like that was
3: no big deal? He's like, why is that a penalty? Because he took his helmet off? Well, yeah, but he was right, though. He did it on the sidelines. It wasn't on the sideline. Well, the thing is, it, 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 he came he was, out of the end zone. He was out of bounds, but the was still right. going on. He was out of bounds.
4: You but, can't do it right, right after a play unless right. you're on your side. He was off in the end right. zone. So what
3: he said, what Fouts is saying is. If a Patriot did that, what he would have demanded a pound of flesh. What Fouts is saying is that Landry showed, this, you know, he was ticked off, right? So he said he just should have waited till he went to the bench to do it. And then he wouldn't have gotten flagged. for yeah, it. Yeah, you think? Yeah, and then he would have gotten flagged for it. Yeah. So, but anyway, three NFL notes. There was one other thing about Fouts, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
4: Do you, did you hear when Fouts, when uh, Blunt ripped off and Sue's helmet?
3: No, see, I didn't see that play. I was okay. doing something else. Towards so the end of it.
4: the game, uh, Blunt carries the ball. He falls down. Blunt fall, or, uh, Sue falls on his back legs. You can't really see what happens, but he probably stepped on his heel or something like that. Uh, Blunt gets up. As he's getting up, he says something. Sue shoves him. And Blunt grabs his helmet and takes it and throws it on the ground. <laughs> and, you know, all the refs had to get involved. Oh yeah. While all that's going on, Dan Fouts starts like fantasizing, I guess is the word, about Indomakinsu and Garrett Blunt, like fighting each other in a steel cage. And it got kinda got kinda weird. <laughs> it wasn't yes. you know, it started off like, oh, that'd be some fight. Oh yeah, those two. Put him in a cage and oil him up, and <laughs> he didn't say oil okay. him up. But it was get, it was like he was about to say it. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty weird. Yes. Yeah, anyway, uh, you get to Eagle, you though. get to a blowout game like that, you get a little bit. You yeah. Know, you got guys that are talking that, that just start going on tangents. Yeah. This yeah. Uh, that McClellan call by Eagle. This is yeah. a great play. Steps up, throws it
0: underneath. Ball
2: pops free, and it's scooped up along the sideline by McClellan. Shane McClellan. He's got
4: blockers. McClellan yeah. out of bounds. That was a good call. Yeah, it was. Yep. Very good. And that was the play that ended the game. Sure. Uh, sorry, you're three-notch. Anyway,
3: one, San Francisco, Louis Riddick, Adam Schefter says, you should know because they both work for ESPN, is going to interview for the 49ers GM job. Oh. So uh, next week. So that's not going to be determined yet. Mm-hmm. That's interesting, because you'd think that they could wrap those two up now, they'd do it, and then just keep it quiet until the Super Bowl. All right? That's one. Riddick played there, right? Did he? I don't even know. With the Niners? Yeah, he did, I think. Yeah. He's going to go there and interview. All right. Two, have to deal with the Houston Texans, who could be coming to Gillette. Yeah, he got drafted by the Niners. They could be coming to Gillette. Number one, the Texans have announced that Brock Osweiler (laughs) will be your starting quarterback. (laughs) Yes! In the wild card game, in I a wild card game, that. right, which tells me that Savage hasn't, you know, gotten out of the concussion protocol yep.
4: yet. That means that they think Brock Osweiler is better than Tom Savage with a concussion. So congratulations, Brock Osweiler.
3: <laughs> well, it's kind uh, of the reverse. Quite an accomplishment. Kind of the reverse <laughs> of what happened to Osweiler a year ago, right? You <laughs> it know, is exactly. Well, it's exactly the reverse. Yeah. Let's see if he can do it
4: Manning did. Except instead of you know the guy's arm falling apart. Who's worse? A really who's bad worse? Concussion. Peyton
3: Manning last year at the end. Or Brock Osweiler now. Mm, Brock Osweiler now. Okay, I would say because he throws to the other, throws it to the other team. Yeah, all right, that's why. All right, so I that's... mean
4: Manning did that too. He threw a lot of interceptions too. Okay, but at the end of the season, he kept
3: it together. Yeah, at the end of the season, they told him not to throw it. Right. Just hand off and then throw a little bit. Here Brock
4: Osweiler does not have C.J. Anderson to hand off to. And by the way, I think that this year that
3: really killed Denver.
4: This year, I think really proved the worth of a guy like C.J.
3: Anderson. It He's it really not considered
4: did. an upper-tier running back. I think now he needs no, to be.
3: But, no, but you know what? He was Except the best. he got hurt is the problem. He was the best they had, and when he went down, they went down. Yeah. And that was it. Three, again with the Texans, Patriot-related, Vince Wolfork. Oh. Says he is considering retiring at the end of the season. Oh, man. That means that it's very possible. It's possible. That his final game in the NFL, if he does decide to retire, will be at Gillette Stadium. Could be. It could be. All they have to do is win at home and beat the Oakland Raiders, who are going to be quarterbacked by you or me, <laughs> on Saturday. Yeah. In the annual 4 o'clock game at Houston, <laughs> which is what it's become. Every year, it's the first game, and it's always at Houston, and that's and they always lose it. True. So, Or, well, once in a while, they don't. But. That is, those are three notes. All, you know, have little attachments to the Patriots. (laughs) So there you go. I have proven my worth for one day. Yeah.
4: (laughs) Thank you for that. Anytime. You know that the uh, Houston Texans were in the bottom, like, three? I can't find the exact number here now, but (laughs) they scored, like, the third least amount of touchdowns of any team in the NFL this year. With, like, Cleveland and San Francisco and L.A. I think they were better than maybe two of those teams, but they were, like, one of the worst. And they're hosting a
3: playoff game. Without J.J. Watt. Yeah. Without Watt. Yeah. You know, Watt, I mean, done for the year, early on in the year. Mm -hmm. They didn't have them all year long. I know. And they're, you know, winning a, a horrible division.
4: Houston, as a team, had 15 passing touchdowns this year. That's it.
3: Fifteen as a team, and Tom Brady had how many this year? Was it (laughs) twenty-eight? Yeah, Yeah. twenty-eight to twenty-eight. Houston
4: also had eight rushing touchdowns for a total of twenty-three touchdowns
3: as a team. (laughs) The Houston Texans run by the four scored
5: twenty-three touchdowns this year. They're hosting a playoff game.
3: What? Because they played. What
5: is the what the hell? Because
3: the AFC South was hard. Because you know why. You know why they're they're hosting a playoff game? Because the Indianapolis Colts (laughs) are so mismanaged that they couldn't win that division because they had by far the best quarterback and the best talent, you know, in my mind on that in that division. But they're so mismanaged that they could not win that division. They are wasting Andrew Luck's years. Wasting them. If you took Tom
4: Brady's touchdowns and subtracted his interceptions, he still has more touchdowns than
3: the, the, the entire Houston, Houston Texans Houston team, Houston team, Texan team for the season. <laughs> and he didn't even play the whole season. I know. You know, and that's how bad their offense is. Oh my god. It's going to be I mean that game, I mean, I, I, who are they Oakland? Oh yes, they're going to play Oakland. Yeah. And Oakland. they might beat them. They might beat Oakland. 9 to 9 to 3. Oakland Matt McGloin might not even play. He got nine hurt. 9 to 3. Yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah. Connor Cook. Connor Connor Cook. Cook. You got to be kidding me. It's awful. There's never it's never gotten easier for the New England Patriots than it is right now. It's like they're playing not
4: the JV, it's like they're playing the freshman team.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. When Derek Carr got hurt on Christmas Eve, I watched it just as I was leaving Gillette Stadium Christmas Eve. Saw the play, I go, oh, that's not Car, is it? Oh, it couldn't be. It couldn't get that bad. And then I walked away, and then I, as I'm driving home, I'm listening, and I hear it was Car. And when he got hurt, that did it. That did it. Because in my mind, the Oakland Raiders are the second best team in the AFC, and their team that could have beaten the Patriots. They're the only team. Why? Because they could match points with them. All right? Yeah. That's the only team I saw that could have beaten the Patriots. But when Derek Carr went down, nothing. And that's why if I'm an NFL GM, I got to make sure I got a decent backup, even if my quarterback is aces. I got to make sure I got a decent backup that at least can throw – An NFL touchdown pass. Yeah. You know, and not throw it consistently to the other team. Not just hand off. I want a quarterback who can win a game. And, I, you know, they're hard to find. They really are. You know? But, you know, I I can't take... Even if I have a superstar quarterback, which Derek Carr basically is. Carr, if he hadn't gotten hurt, he would, you know, obviously an MVP candidate. Him, Ryan Brady. Yeah. You know? So yeah it's 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 tough it's tough, but that to me said okay, it's over. when that happened, I said it's over mm-hmm. and then all I had to see was Tom Savage in, in the Texans that night, yeah, you know against Cincinnati, and they were terrible.
4: One other thing about this Patriots team that I think is really kind of getting swept under the rug here as everyone passed themselves on the back and another you know job well done this
3: season, Rob Gronkowski. did without him. Hardly a factor at all. Well, you know why? You know why? Because he was injured all the time? No, because they had they had Mar- Martellus Bennett help them overcome that.
4: Oh, yeah, sure.
3: Yeah, I mean, but that you wouldn't But Martellus
4: exp- Bennett didn't go out there. He wasn't Gronk. No, I mean, no he wasn't. Yeah.
3: He wasn't. He's good. Right. But, and the other reason why? They had a running game. Mm. Last year, they didn't have a running game. They tried. They tried to get one. Steven Jackson didn't count. They tried. But yeah. they didn't have Dion Lewis out. They just did and their offensive line of the all another it was. Deion Lewis didn't get here until what, week twelve? Yeah. Well I was it I think it was a little bit sooner than that, wasn't it? You have uh yeah, maybe week twelve.
4: That's when they had, didn't they have until week 12? Well, he was practicing before
3: then, but they they didn't get activated. They had until a certain week to do it. He had to start practicing by week eight, I think. check the game log. His
4: first game was against the Niners, so that was, yeah, that wasn't week 12. Uh,
3: It was probably mid-November. 10th. Yeah, week 10, yeah. yeah. And they brought him slowly. He's shown that he could you know, run the ball pretty well from scrimmage. Yeah, he has. You know? So um, best game
4: was against the Broncos, definitely. Right.
3: So they have they have a you know they have Blunt, they have him, and they have, you use know, White, but they've got a running game because that, I mean the, the look, the biggest difference between this Patriot team and last year's Patriot team. The offensive line, yep, that is the biggest difference. That's the reason they're going to go to the Super Bowl. Their offensive line. They haven't really had to substitute. They haven't had to do anything. They've gone. They found this combination of five guys, and they are, you know, they're playing really well. I mean, Dante Skardecke, you got to say, what's it, you know, that's the biggest difference from last year. He wasn't here. He was, you know, he he was a consultant, but he wasn't an offensive line coach. He went on the staff. True. You know, that's got to be the biggest difference. Yeah. He has taken a rookie free agent. A draft pick, a veteran and soldier, a project in canon, and uh, who's the other guy? Uh, Jackson. Yeah, Jackson. Yeah.
4: Who's turning into a yeah. star, I think.
3: Yep. He's taken all of those guys who, you know, only one of them was a starter a year ago, was, gonna, you know, in the original blueprint, mm-hmm. and he's turned him into one of the best offensive lines in of football. They've kept Brady upright, and they're running the ball. Yeah. You know? Now, granted, they're not playing, you know, they're not playing the 86 Bears. They're not playing teams that are going to, you know, overrun that line. There's nobody, in the A- There's nobody left in the AFC that can really do it. Well,
4: the teams that could do it didn't.
3: You know? I mean, Denver, yeah. Denver, Denver didn't, didn't do it. Seattle didn't. Seattle it. didn't, right. Oh, well, Seattle pressured Brady and I, I think Seattle Not game. really Brady
4: was, did fine
3: in that. game. He was pressured a little bit. Not really. I don't think he was as comfortable. Well, let's let's put it this way. He wasn't as comfortable as he's been. in. He wasn't as comfortable against Seat- Seattle as he was against Denver. I didn't think. Really? Yeah. I thought he was more comfortable against uh, Denver than he was against Seattle.
4: I mean, the numbers would suggest otherwise.
3: Yeah. I'm talking about, you know,
4: just the way it looked against Seattle. He was 23 of 32. Yep. Uh, didn't have a touchdown pass. Did, did have one pick. Did he get sacked in that game? I can't remember. I don't
3: believe he did. Maybe once. He got sacked twice. Uh, twice, yeah. See, I think he was more comfortable against Denver. I mean, um, yeah, against Denver than he was against Seattle.
4: That, yeah, because Blunt got all the touchdowns in that game. But Brady, I mean, just because he didn't have the touchdowns, he he did whatever. He carved them up. 23 of 32? 316 yards? That's, I don't know. Seems he, pretty comfortable. He, he was under
3: pressure. He was pressured a lot in that game. Mm. They got rid of the ball quick. That was the game plan. Get yeah, rid of the ball quick.
4: So still, they were able to keep their offensive up right line is dead.
3: Yeah, the offensive line is done. Against nobody. the
4: Broncos, no problem. Against the Ravens, right. who were the number one defense in the league at the time of that game, no problem. Right? You know, Jets, no problem. Right? Dolphins, no problem. Uh, yeah. I mean, I can't even think of anybody else. Houston, no problem. They didn't no problem with Houston. Yeah, no. And I know J J. J. White. The season was over in that game, but still, you know, they got other players. They're clowny and. You and know, Watt played
3: in that game. He was completely ineffective. That yeah, was his last game. That was it. His, his season was over right after that one. Right. Damn
4: shame. Even still, you know. <laughs> I mean, J.J. J. Watt might have been able to double the uh, Texans' touchdown output, you know, just doing those, taking those handoffs in the red zone or Good going Lord, long, man. catching passes. Man, no, it, he was doing that a
3: couple years ago. They just, they don't have, they, simple, they don't have a quarterback. mm Osweiler is not the answer for them. Yeah. You know, and they're going to have to go into the offseason trying to figure out what the heck they're going to do. You know, if Savage is that good, I don't know. I mean, you can see him look good against Cincinnati. 12-10 to was the score. I mean, that's Houston's game. That's not the game you really want from your quarterback. No. It really isn't. No. And the fact
4: that they would have preferred to go with Savage, Tom Savage, and now they can't, (laughs) so they have to go back to Brock Osweiler. Right. Is uh, just, I mean, I don't know. I feel like Bill O'Brien always finds himself in these positions, doesn't he?
3: Well, I mean, I think that quarterback situation was bad a year ago, and I think that their owner went out or the GM went out, and they, they just brought in Osweiler and yeah. said, "Here you go, Bill. I got your quarterback." You well, can only
4: make so much chicken salad with. See, you know. Osweiler
3: never even went there to talk with O'Brien. Mm. Never even went there. Yeah. You know, that was a Still, shotgun marriage.
4: I get it. But, you know, he was okay in Denver. He was better in Denver than he is now. He was now.
6: better in Denver.
3: Yep.
4: So, O'Brien missed. You know, part of it's on him to try and think, Yeah, and, no, I think so. You know, it takes two to fail. Right. right. And, I, I, I think and they didn't no... even fail. They are hosting a
3: playoff game. Is the crazy a, yeah, part of all of this. I know, I know. But, you know what? I can't, I can't believe that. Yeah, you got bad. some bad teams. I mean, hmm. the Redskins hosted a playoff game last year. They weren't that great. No. Nine and seven. Yeah. They won the NFC East. I believe they hosted a game. You know? One
4: year, the Seahawks, I think, were 7-9,
3: and nine, right? Uh, the Redskins did host a game because they won a division. You win a division, you're going to host a game. Right. One year a team won the NFC That was the Rams coached by the Giants' current defensive coordinator, Steve Spagnuolo, and Pete Carroll's, I believe it was Carroll's first or second year in Seattle. Okay. They, because they were pretty bad when Carroll got there. That's why he got there. And um, and they gave think, them all HGH
4: and they got uh, better. Yeah, growth. I think
3: they were both seven and eight going into that game, and the winner was going to win the division, the loser was out.
4: Yes, uh, seven and nine. They won they got in Matt Hasselbeck and Marshawn Lynch. Yep. Yep. And uh,
3: that was the beginning.
4: Yeah, they and then they went seven and nine the year after that, and ever, ever since then they've right. uh, been a ten win or better team.
3: Yep. I think that was Carroll's first year.
4: That was Carroll's first year. Yeah. Who was the coach of the Seahawks the year before Pete Carroll?
3: I am going to say it was Jim Mora Jr.
4: That is correct.
3: Yes. Yep. He was Pretty given sure. the uh, – that was the old uh, uh, coach was leaving and we're going to give it to Jim Mora, and he took it in one year. And he was off. Yep. And that was it.
4: And they didn't even make the – Playoffs.
3: Right. Yep. <laughs>
4: Uh, So there you go. we got to take a break. 603-883-9900 is your phone number. 883-9900. You can text in at 845-827-1250. A lot's happened, not just in the NFL since we last spoke. We'll touch on some of that when we come back.
0: You're listening to Christian and King on 1250 Manchester, ESPN, New Hampshire. ESPNNHradio.com This
7: is the most beautiful thing I ever seen.
0: Find the latest schedules, show blogs, podcasts, and all the breaking sports news in our area. From high school to the pros. Awesome. Want some new apparel? Yeah, baby. Visit ESPNNHradio.com for shirts, hats, and all things ESPN New Hampshire. Woo! We've got it all here. Just visit our website at ESPNNHradio.com come experience all the joys of living at Bedford
1: Green. Only steps from the Merrimack River and Heritage Walking Trails the Bedford Green offers some of the largest floor plans in the area with a convenient location only minutes from Manchester. Bedford Green is the town's newest luxury living address featuring granite counters, stainless steel appliances, natural light and spacious layouts and offers easy accessibility to restaurants, shopping and all the major highways. Visit BedfordGreenNH.com
2: Rain And snow are coming to threaten your visibility and turn your commute into a battle. But the Michelin Man is ready to protect you with Michelin Stealth Wiper Blades. Exclusive SmartFlex technology makes these blades flex to the curve of your windshield, giving you the best wipe possible and streak-free long-lasting performance for safer driving. Winter is coming, and when it arrives, be ready. Michelin Wiper Blades. It doesn't get any clearer than this. Available at Walmart, Pet Boys, Home Depot, and other fine retailers Do
7: you really floss after you brush? If you don't, you're not alone. I'm Risa Jill Miller. According to a new Harris poll for the American Academy of Periodontology, or AAP, over a quarter of U.S. adults lie to their dentists about how often they floss. And flossing is important, especially in Los Angeles, where locals say a smile's the first thing they notice in someone they're attracted to, versus folks in Chicago or Houston. Dr. Joan Otomo Cordial, AAP president in L.A. The AAP recommends flossing at least once a day, brushing your teeth and below the gums, twice a day, and receiving a comprehensive periodontal evaluation to prevent periodontal disease, which can cause tooth loss and increase your risk for other diseases. The survey also shows that a third of Americans would rather wash dirty dishes or sit in traffic than floss. How can we take action? The good news is, with timely and proper care, gum disease is treatable and often reversible. A periodontist has the training and expertise to help determine the right treatment. So love the gums you're with and log on to perio.org for a periodontist near you. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata. Sometimes people make assumptions about what someone with a disability can or cannot do. For 15-year-old Katrin, who has cerebral palsy, her disability leaves her unable to speak or move, but Katrin can see and hear. So it's a little awkward when people are standing around her and talking about her, but instead of Katrin and her family brushing others off, they attached a sign to her wheelchair that says, Hi, I'm Katrin. I hear and understand everything you say, but I cannot speak. I can answer questions using yes or no, so please ask me if I need my communication board. Thanks for talking with me. (laughs) By showing people how to communicate with her, Katrin is helping change attitudes and is building relationships. When it comes to connecting with someone who has a disability, it just takes a little communication and a little understanding.
3: Academic achievement, higher test scores, and greater attention and concentration are just a few of the positive qualities associated with physical education and physical activity in school. Whether it's interscholastic sports or moving in PE class, being physically active in school is beneficial to the overall education of our students. This message is brought to you by NAFERD, New Hampshire Association for Health, Physical Education, Recreation, and Dance
0: portion of the show, go to espnnhradio.com and download the podcast.
4: 9900, the phone number 883 9900. Text in at 845 827 1250 here. Christian and King. We spent the better part of the first 90 minutes of this show uh, just on the Patriots in the NFL, and we will get back to that. In the meantime, however, the other uh, local teams have been, well, on an interesting uh, interesting trajectory as of late. The Celtics have been good. They've played I told you that.
3: Well. I told you that would change. I told they, you they, uh, would, they would separate themselves eventually. And they, they've they done have.
4: that. And not only have they done that, Isaiah Thomas is starting to separate they, himself as well. There you go. And oh, you
3: mean the guy that they're better off without?
4: Again, <laughs> not something I ever said. No,
3: not no, not you, but I mean, people were saying oh, they better off without him. Some move people the ball. have
4: said that. I haven't heard him say that. They since can move
3: then. the ball. No, I don't think so.
4: He had 52 points the other night. Yeah. Um, which is the most? More than Paul Pierce, more than Larry Bird. I uh, I think that's the most that any Celtics players had in a single game. Is that right?
3: Basically, when's the last time anybody did that? The Bird years, right? Yeah, but I don't think fifty-two points. I don't think anybody's done. Well, I mean, I don't know. Did Allen ever get that that far? No. Or Pierce.
4: Pierce had 50 one, one time. Okay, but I think that's it. All right. I should know this. I thought it was.
3: Well, that's what I would think. I would think that that would have been Pierce and that would, you know, but nobody No, else. it was at the Garden. Because right.
4: Bird scored 60 <laughs> against the Hawks, but that was in Atlanta. Was it? Yeah, that's right. It was. Yes, yeah. it was. Yep. Yep. So I think that that was uh, at a, in a home game. Right. With the 60 points. He also had, he had 37 points at the half lunch in that same game, in that Atlanta game. Where he had that crazy duel with Dominic Wilkins, and he was hitting shots, and the, the Hawks were yeah, that was the playoff other. game. Yeah, yeah, insane. They played that game in New Orleans. Why? I, mean, I don't know why. That was they played, and I don't. It, know a play- that it was a, that wasn't the playoff game. No, it wasn't. The duel was a different game. This was a game where Bird just went. The off. duel
3: was a game seven.
4: Yeah, that was a playoff. This wasn't a playoff game. This right. was a regular season game being played in New Orleans for some reason. It wasn't. It wasn't like a preseason game either. I'm not sure what the deal was there. But uh, yeah, the um, Isaiah Thomas has been solid all year. I mean, there's no question about that. But I feel as though he's definitely establishing himself as something more than just a high scoring, you know, high energy shoot first point guard. You know, I mean that's that was kind of the tag on him for a little bit there. And I think now It was can, it was. Now you can safely say that he's something more than
3: that. Right? He's becoming that. Yeah. You know, to this team anyway. So he'll be an all star again. I don't think they doubt about it, and uh, and they'll, and they'll go, they'll go from there, mm-hmm. you know. But I mean, this is their look. I said it before. Things changed here when he got here, because otherwise, otherwise they'd still be swimming in forty-two and forty, or thirty-eight and forty-four, and barely a playoff team, if sometimes not a playoff team. That's what they would have been. They bring in Isaiah Thomas; it all changed. Yeah.
4: Uh, the 52 points was the fifth-highest scoring output in Celtics franchise history, including the playoffs. Yep. He's the seventh Celtic to reach the 50-point plateau. Larry Bird did it four times. Uh, Thomas's 29 fourth-quarter points were just too shy of the NBA's all-time record for fourth-quarter points, 31 set by Wilt Chamberlain in his 100-point game. Uh, Thomas now holds the Celtics' record for most points in a quarter by a comfortable margin of five. That's what it was. Uh, he scored 29 points. Bird and Todd Day scored 24 in a quarter. Todd Day. (laughs) Remember Todd Day? He was on the Celtics for one year. Uh, Thomas is now the fifth player in NBA history to score at least 52 points and make at least nine three-pointers. The others are Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Kobe Bryant, and Kyrie Irving. Thomas finished the game with a true shooting percentage of 81.97. That takes into account three-pointers, free throws, and field goal percentage. Uh, Thomas helped himself enormously in both departments by going nine for 13 from three and 13 for 13 from the free throw line. Crazy good. There you go. Uh, just the second Celtic to score 50 points uh, or more on 26 shots or fewer. Uh, the other one's Larry Bird. think the Suns regret that deal. Probably, yeah.
3: <laughs> they had all three-point guys. That said, oh, this is the worst one we're getting rid
4: of. Them. He now shares the record for most three-pointers in a game with uh, Ray Allen and Antoine Walker. <laughs> oh, boy. And uh, Thomas now just the 10th player in NBA history to hit at least 13 free throws without missing and score 50 points. He's the first Celtic to ever do that. So There you go. That's what it was. There were some records, not the one I thought, but that's a uh, pretty good game there for Isaiah Thomas. And you know what? A pretty good run for the Celtics here. They did, uh, they did lose to the Cavs, and it would have been nice to see them finish that comeback. Uh, they didn't lose by much; they lost by six, right? But you know, it got within one. Yeah.
3: Yep. So
4: they won seven of their last nine.
3: No, they've they've separated themselves. Mm-hmm. They're playing good basketball now, and that's what you were waiting for.
4: Yeah, it really is. You know,
3: it's not dominant. I mean, they're 20 and 14. It's not like they're 24 and 4 or anything like that. But sure. I mean, they're, they're and the still, teams they're beating aren't very good either. Still, I mean, they, right. Know. But that's what you've got to do. Right. You, you take advantage of that, point your schedule, and separate yourselves. And mm-hmm. then they had a good showing against a team that was really good in Cleveland and showed that they're, you know, they're a good, they're an NBA playoff team. Right. And they're, you know, they're not just hanging around. So now we'll see if they beat how Memphis much, twice. Yep, well, Memphis, yeah, they, they match up well with Memphis for They really reason. do. Yeah.
4: And Memphis is a tough, inside, yes. beat-you-up yes. rebounding yeah, team who the Celtics generally don't match up well Memphis with.
3: can't score. What? They don't score. Yeah. They can't score very well. I guess not. You know? Uh, you know, that's the problem.
4: They got two big bangers underneath. Yeah, I know,
3: but bangers can, you know, bangers got to put the ball in the basket. If they don't do it, then you're in trouble.
4: You know, they gave Mike Conley...
3: A max contract. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was the thing you had to. You Mike had, Conley. You had these this, uh, this money to spend, and these are the guys you spend it so on. So
4: you spend it on Mike Conley.
3: You know, well, it's all right.
4: Celtics st- play the Jazz tonight. The stiffs, I get stuck with it in New York.
3: And we'll see one of the uh, one of the um,
4: targets of most Celtic fans' uh, trade fantasies. That's Gordon Hayward, and his uh, former coach Brad Stevens had Hayward at uh, Baylor.
3: I think the most significant thing that happened in the NBA during the holidays was the Genie. Bus. Uh, but not Baylor Butler. It was that Genie Bus and Phil Jackson broke up? I think that was the most. Yeah, that was the most significant thing that happened in the NBA. Phil, man. <laughs> oh man, he's a train wreck. My God. Uh, oh my lord. You, know, uh, you can't. Oh. You
4: can't just. You can try and and. You can't cage make this, that bird, but you can. He's got to he, fly.
3: Is, you know what is it? Is it this team? I mean, it, I mean, anybody they bring in just doesn't. You know, just doesn't make the right decisions. Oh my God! I mean, Derrick Rose is okay. That was a big. That was an upgrade. Yeah. But you know, you're you're you know, you. Knicks Nixon had two games under 500. By yeah. Right. No. Exactly. And they can't play defense. They cannot play a lick of defense. Watch. Orlando scored 115 points on them. 67 <laughs> in the first half last night in New York in new york you gotta be kidding me you know good lord just should have kept mike woodson as their coach you know He's people a- react to breakups differently tom you know? i guess so oh my god clearly oh. the team was
4: very affected <laughs> oh. Seems like a common theme here with you know coaches, front office guy, their romantic life affecting the team, but you know, no kidding, to Derek huh? Fisher now to Phil Jackson, and <laughs> what a joke, everyone in between,
3: what a joke, uh, and you know Joakim Noah, oh my lord, they'll buy him out, guarantee that, that was oh, a huge it mistake, was, yeah, it was, and but, I told
4: you at the time, but, and, but
3: see the thing is, is they needed somebody to take Robin Lopez's place. <laughs> So. And and Noah was
4: not Joakim Noah, and Noah
3: was the 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 hot guy out was well, not the hot guy, but he was the guy out there, you know. But they gave him too much money. You know, it's just really really bad, really yeah. bad. I mean, mm-hmm. oh my god. And they cannot play a lick of defense. And Hornacek, after the game last night, comes out and says, maybe the guys we have. Just can't play defense. Yep. And aren't good enough to play defense.
4: There's only one team in... And, and
3: Carmelo goes, oh, you giving up on the year already? <laughs> you know, and Carmelo didn't play any defense.
4: Yeah. There's one team in the Eastern Conference that's allowing more points per game than the New York Knicks. That'd be uh, the Brooklyn Nets. Nets, yeah. That's well. it. The Knicks are letting up 108 five oh, points God. per game. The Nets, 114. They're the two worst in the Eastern yep, Conference. That's why
3: they're losing. Yep. That's the only reason they're losing. Can't play defense. Cannot play a lick of defense. The Orlando Magic started the game yesterday with three threes. I think they had 15 three-pointers in the game.
4: Yeah. Well, it's, you know, you face a powerhouse like those.
3: It's awful. I mean, ah, You know?
4: Orlando, by the way, is 16-20. Uh, and 20.
3: Yeah, (laughs) they're what you are.
4: They're just about, you
3: know, they're both, you know, the same.
4: They're averaging 99 points a game. (laughs) Oh, God. They dropped 120-something. 115. 115 on the
3: Knicks. At home, at in New York, on the road. Yeah. On the road. Disgusting.
4: Yeah, it is. Now, the Celtics don't have a particularly high margin of uh, victory either.
3: What's what are the Celtics uh The Celtics allowing are averaging
4: 106.2 and allowing 104.3. Yeah, they're
3: allowing more than they want to allow. A lot more. Yeah, no, no doubt about it.
4: Which is uh I'm not sure really what to attribute that to because there hasn't been any real shakeups defensively except on the second unit. I mean, you got Marcus Smart who's playing starter minutes, uh Avery Bradley who's starting, and you know, Jay Crowder and Is it your bench? Yeah, I think it has to be. It's, it's gotta um, be. The, the bench comes in, they sense. can't play D. And maybe Horford's not, you know, he's blocking shots. See, if I'm a guy
3: coming off the bench, that's my specialty. I'm playing D like crazy because that's gonna get me minutes. Right. You and know, since
4: that would be the only thing you'd ever be is a guy coming off the bench.
3: Oh, I could be a great like defensive I could be a great defensive specialist.
4: Like the team bus crashed and you got a ride to the I, game. Like, then <laughs> maybe you come off the bench. I could be a gr- I could be a <laughs> great
3: defensive specialist. I can stick with one on specials. five, Tom. King. I could, I could just, I just I'll run stage. through those screens, knock people over. I'll, I'll, I would be a great defensive specialist. I will get five fouls in a heartbeat, but I'll be a great defensive specialist. I'll play uh, you one on one anytime. Well, you get anytime. a height advantage. You get a height advantage, so I can't. So? That's one thing I know. I don't think I could win because you, you get the height. Oh, really? Yeah, I the would height's going to be the difference. The height's going to be the difference. How about the general athletic ability? Nah, the height. It's the height. You know. You How got, about you, the you, fact you, that you I tower the over money me? Money from
4: outside. How about the
3: quickness, the the well, ability see, to switch hands and go both? Well, uh, see, I can I can stop that, but I see I can't jump up and block your shots. You can jump up and block mine, Tom. You wouldn't even be in the same area, Code, you know? when I go
4: to take my shot. You know? I would break your ankles at the top of the key,
3: <laughs> and then
4: go up and take a shot while you're you know getting carted off. That's when my that's when I take. That's the shot. when you take the shot. Yeah, uh, okay. while you're getting ankle uh, replacement surgery, uh, I will collect uh, your ankles at the door, sir. Uh, that's what'll happen. Uh, okay. I'm just, I'm telling I'm letting you know. I know, I know. So I can point back to this broadcast and say, no, I'm not going to pay for his ankle replacement surgery, sir. I warned him of this, and he decided to go through with it anyway. I, I could. When you go to New Hampshire I, Orthopedic I, Center. And demand- I told you
3: I'd lose to you. I, I mean, what more do you want me to say? That's the one thing I am giving up, I would lose to you. Okay.
4: What do you think he could beat me in?
3: Right now, the way I'm feeling, not much. Checkers? <laughs> I'm, I'm Chinese not, checkers. I am feeling my age these last couple of weeks. Yeah, yep. I got to be honest. I'm not
4: feeling great either. Yeah. New you Year's know? Eve. I I was so congested. I I couldn't fall asleep. Oh, I had a great news. I slugged two things in Nyquil and stayed up was, all night.
3: It was me and Negan. on me, the three studios. It was studios. me and it was me and Carl and Rick and <laughs> Negan Carl. on New Year's Eve. We gotta find
4: Carl. Carl. Uh. That's nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I watched the Three Stooges Marathon. Marathon? Actually. Yeah.
3: There you go.
4: Girlfriend doesn't get the Three Stooges. How do you not get? What's not to get?
3: She doesn't get the Stooges.
4: Yeah. How do you not get the Stooges?
3: I don't know. Oh, well.
4: You know? There was the one where they were in the military base.
3: They're I, to, I, 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 I tra- didn't hey, watch Just, so just I, Let me explain yeah. it, Tom. I, I did watch a lot of it. Yeah. I don't go ahead.
4: care if you did or not. No. All
3: right. right. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Three. St- never
3: mind. Yeah. So there's the military right Now forget it. <laughs> you
4: got to ruin it by talking about how you never watched the show. Well, no, you said like there was the cares. one
3: where they were. Like I knew it. You know, I don't know.
4: I was so, going to tell you about
3: it. Okay, go ahead. Tell me about it. No, yeah, no, tell me about it. It doesn't wanna, matter now. I want to hear about it's
4: it. It's going to sound stupid if you don't watch the show. Oh, okay. If you never heard of it, that's why I told you I didn't watch. it. They just do funny things. I know they they're do. Stooges. They're stooges. They're dumb. It's slapstick comedy. I'm a fan of that.
3: Well, that was the that was the rage. I always back. have been. That was the rage back then. Sure. You know,
4: and 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 it survives. They're at the military base. They go, at the Eddie's, boys, and they all salute in different directions and whack each other in the face. <laughs> like, that's funny
3: every it, time I see this. It, it is. You know, back then it was just, back then it was great. <laughs> uh, quick Today break. everything's got to be more socially oriented. Bruins are having a little bit of
4: ups and downs as well. We'll get into that a little bit next. Don't go anywhere. It's Christian and King.
0: This is the Esports Station with Granite Roots. This is ESPN New Hampshire, streaming live on ESPNNHradio.com.
5: I'm Ari Wolf with NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Sean Payton announced Monday on his weekly radio show in New Orleans that he would be returning to coach the Saints next season. Several reports had him being possibly traded to the Los Angeles Rams to be their next head coach. Broncos head coach Gary Kubiak announced Monday he was retiring from coaching, citing health concerns as the main reason for his decision. Kubiak went 82-75 in his 10 seasons as a head coach of the Texans and the Broncos, including a Super Bowl 50 title last season. Falcons offense coordinator Kyle Shanahan will meet with four teams on Friday for their vacant head coaching positions. The Rams, Jaguars, Broncos, and 49ers will all interview the 37-year-old. Shanahan turned the Falcons offense around into the highest scoring team in the NFL in his first. First year as their offensive coordinator. There are now six coaching vacancies in the NFL. Stay tuned to NFL Network for the latest breaking news. This has been NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network.
1: I'm Rocky Moselle with StarRegistry.com. Since we were children, we've been told to reach for the stars. It was great advice. Now it's a great gift. Name a star after someone. For $54 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, we will name a star after someone very special to you and send an incredible personalized gift. The new star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Call the Star Registry, 800-282-3333, or visit StarRegistry.com for the hottest gift.
0: Geico presents a voicemail from your friend, Tree.
2: Tree here, just calling to say thanks for letting me crash at your place the other night. Well, on your place. It was a rough night. I had a bit too much wind, and I think I, I might have broke your chimney, actually. So, yeah. Um, oh, any chance you'd want to drop off my tire swing? Yeah, I mean, if not, that's cool. Okay, later.
0: Trees won't pay for tree damage. Luckily, one call to the Geico Insurance Agency makes it easy.
2: The money-saving tip. co you with another money-making tip. How to save money effectively.
0: Tired of overpaying
1: for stuff. Then head to ESPNNHradio.com and check out the ESPN New Hampshire deals page. You can save up to 50% on deals from all your favorite local businesses and restaurants. Why pay full price when gift cards and gift certificates are only a few clicks away? So start saving now by going to ESPNNHradio.com and
5: checking out the new ESPN New Hampshire deals page. You're welcome.
0: Interested in pursuing a career in radio or television? Visit NHAB.org, the online home of the New Hampshire Association of Broadcasters. Visit our online job bank at NHAB.org to view current job openings and even post your resume for potential employers. Students, visit NHAB.org to apply for the NHAB Student Broadcaster Scholarship and learn about available internships. NHAB.org, the online source of Granite State Broadcasting. Want some new digs? Check out our new apparel that's ready for you on our website, ESPNNHradio.com.
4: Back here, Christian King, ESPN, New Hampshire, streaming live on ESPNNH.com. What you just heard was the final goal in a shutout of the Bruins last night at, uh, where do the Devils play now? It's called Prudential. the Prudential? Prudential Center, I think? I think so, yeah. That was the original name of the Fleet Center. Mm-hmm. Before it was the Fleet Center. The new when... No. The yeah. The original
3: name of the Fleet Center was the Shawmut Center. It was Shawmut Bank, and then Fleet took it over. Didn't we just say that? No, it's Prudential. Oh, Prudential Center. Yeah, the Prudential Center still a thing. Yeah, that wasn't the not I mean, the Sha- yeah. It was the Shomit Center. Center. That's what I was
4: thinking. Yeah. Oh God, how'd I screw that up? I don't know. The Prudential Center is still still yeah, there. That, that, that's I was that's, just in the Prudential Center yesterday.
3: Yeah, that's that's a building that's not <laughs>
4: that's not going anywhere. No, I don't think so. No. Uh, yeah, the Shammet Center, Shomit yep. Bank. Right. And the then fleet yeah. took it over. Right, and then fleet took it over, so they
3: got the naming rights. And then it jumped to something else. No, it was the Fleet Center, then it became the TD Garden. I thought there was something in between those. I don't think so.
4: For like, a, for like a year.
3: Maybe it was just the garden. They didn't get TD. Maybe. TD Bank. Yeah, I think you're right. But that's, uh, you know, to me it'll always be the It feet. was
4: TD Bank North Garden. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But now I think it's just TD Garden. No, it's just the TD Garden. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's what it was.
3: Okay. it will always be the fleet center to me.
4: Do you know what TD stands for? What the T? A lot of people don't know this. One sec. Whoops. <laughs> the TD in TD Garden. What does that stand oh, for? It's the TD Bank. So right. What does TD bank?
3: bank stand? What does the TD stand for? Uh, don't know. Does the D stand for deposit? Nope. No. All
4: right. I, I guess I don't know. That. It stands for Toronto Dominion. Oh. A Canadian multinational oh, banking and that's... financial services corporation. The that. second largest bank in Canada by market capitalization. Wow. Yep. And now you know.
3: How about that? The rest of the Toronto story. <laughs> so they're Canadian. They're based in Canada? Yes. And they're a U.S. bank. That's interesting.
4: Yes. I trust those Canadians. I trust them Yeah, well, it's the same
3: with Santander. They're a European. Right. And they're, yeah, Mm -hmm. they took over uh, uh, Sovereign. Yeah. yeah. Um, The Bruins have had a, well. Well, is Pasternak still out? I think he is, isn't he? Yes. Right. See, any of their struggles offensively are related to that. Well, sure. You know, that's that's predictable. Mm -hmm. That's very predictable.
4: They looked like maybe something was brewing there with those two games against Buffalo.
3: Yeah, well, they're playing Buffalo.
4: And then they went to New Jersey and got shut out by Corey Schneider. You played
3: Buffalo. Yeah. You don't have to score a lot of goals to beat Buffalo. Buffalo's not a bad team. They're not bad. They're 500. Mm-hmm. But they don't, you know, they're, they're not, you know, very good. They give up. They play just well enough to lose tough, close games. Yeah. And that's what they did. Pasternak did play last night, by oh, the way. Oh, he did play last. Oh, how many minutes? How many Did he play a lot? Uh, 15 minutes. That's not a lot. Well, now yeah, for hockey, that's not quite a lot. Maybe a little bit more pushing the envelope but that he's day,
4: been playing he's been back
3: he's been back for how long he's he had the elbows back. he had elbow surgery yeah he
4: came back for the uh... for one of
3: the buffalo games didn't come back before the first one i don't think
4: yeah no he did he was back against uh florida
3: was he really
4: on the 22nd he played in that game i, I, th-
3: that's I forget what he when he had the surgery I thought that's when he left
4: He only missed, like, a week with the surgery.
3: Yeah, that's weird. I thought he would have been out longer than that. So, so you have him, you should be scoring because he's, like, I mean, he's the the reason you watch him. He had surgery on the 17th, I want to say.
4: (laughs) And then was back on the 22nd. Hmm. Yeah. That's pretty crazy, right? That is seems like he missed more time than that, but he really didn't. I thought he did. I thought he missed at least only a, couple a week. Of, only a couple of games.
3: I thought he missed at least a week, including one of the Buffalo games.
4: He played against Florida, played against Carolina, played against Columbus, played both Played Buffalo all those games, games Played huh? against last night against the Devils,
3: yeah. Huh. I didn't think so. I, didn't thought, I, thought they were, I thought he was gone for a while. Oh, well. Mm. At least he's not in the World Junior Tournament this year like True. he was last year. Yeah. When he was gone for two months. <laughs> Do you know what they called his... I bet they would have loved to have done that over again.
4: You know what they called his uh, condition? Popeye elbow. <laughs> oh, my God. Because he had bursitis at the end of, his, end of his elbow. But I guess it was just... It wasn't like major surgery. It was just... I knew it was like, a major, but I thought it was enough. Or something.
3: I thought it would be enough to keep him out a week to ten days and have him miss four or five games. Mm. You know? And then they take it easy with him a little bit and then slowly work it back in. Yeah.
4: No, he came back uh, for that Florida game. Hmm. Interesting. Since he's been back, I don't think he has a point.
3: Yeah, that's not surprising.
4: Yeah, he's been back. He's been pointless. Since he's, he's probably
3: returned. not going in there and mixing it up to get the puck. Mm. And you know, if you have to rely on others to get it for you, that's not. And that hasn't been your, your deal. That's not good. Yeah. So.
4: And again. When he's a he's very the, young player.
3: Right. But when he's got the puck, boy, he can do a lot of things with it. Oh, certainly. You know.
6: Yeah.
4: Yeah, he came back uh in the game where where Yager broke the uh or moved into second place. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Yager, okay. <man>. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
3: I know. <laughs> that's just uh yeah, Yager, still having fun. Still making it happen. Yep. Still doing it. This has thing. gotta be it. This has gotta be the last
4: year. Yeah, it depends how much money he still owes. Yeah, that's yeah. that's, keep, yeah, that's true. That's why he's playing, right? Yeah, he'll keep playing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Casinos never close, my friend. He'll keep playing as long as somebody keeps signing him. Yeah. You know?
4: It's true. Casinos are never uh they're never closed. The Bruins right now have 44 points. They're tied with Ottawa for second in the Atlantic. Those forty-four points would be good for one, two, three, four, five, sixth place in the Metropolitan, which is stacked right now. Yes. Columbus at fifty-six, Pittsburgh at fifty-five, the Rangers at fifty-three, Washington at forty-nine. And the Flyers, who are, you know, kind of spiraling out of control right, right now, still and, have and, one more And point here's why
3: that's important to, to note that. Because the way it works is you finish in the top three in your division you're in, and then the next two teams with the best records, right. no matter what division they, they're in. Okay? Mm-hmm. So with the Bruins right now, the best way, with all those teams stacked in the other division, if you're in the Bruins division... You want to make top three. If you don't, you may not make the playoffs. Yeah. You know? So you can finish You can finish in the top three in your division, still be points behind some of those other teams, but you're going to be in because you got finished in the top three. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you just take the eight best teams with the eight best records. They, they don't do it that way. You finish in the top three, and then the next two teams are wild card teams with the best points. So if the Bruins that's all that matters if you look at that uh, at that. Just look at where you are in your division cuz they're not going to match points with those other teams in that other division they are going to be wild cards. Both wild cards are probably going to come out of the the metropolitan. Yeah. You know. At this rate, I mean Yeah, really. yeah, it looks that way. I mean, it's early. I mean, we're still in January. You still have 3 months to go. True, and there's also, you know, I mean
4: Tampa Bay right now only has 42 points. I suspect they're going to go on some kind of – I don't know if they'll get into that type of consideration. But there's teams that are sort of lying in the They're in your right division. Now. In your division. That's what I'm talking about. Right. So, Who can bump you out of the wild right, card. Right. So, you, know? so all
3: you look at <clears> – <throat> no, you don't. Throw a wild card out the window. I mean, bump you out of the top three. Yeah. yeah. You want to finish – if you're the Bruins right now, because of all those other good teams, you want to finish in the top three in your division. Right. Because I think that's the only way you get in. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, and right now Tampa's only two points behind you, Florida's only four. Right. And Toronto's still hanging around too. Right, right. So there's
3: So it's tough. You're there,
4: but you're not there but by you. But what much. I'm saying
3: yeah. is all those wild those wild cards, they're coming out of the other division.
4: Yeah, you're right. I meant to say that, you know, yeah. top three there.
3: You gotta finish top three. That's what that's where your push ought to be. You're looking at standings, you look at those standings every day. You look at top three.
4: Yep. You know? And uh
3: <laughs> did you did you catch uh Adam McQuaid getting jumped by the line. Did you see that? No, I didn't see it. I didn't see my. I haven't seen much hockey in the last week. Well, you haven't missed a whole lot. I didn't think so. I didn't even see the two outdoor games which I usually catch. I didn't see one yesterday because I was yeah, on, I didn't watch it at either. the BG game, and then um, uh, New Year's Day I was watching more football than anything else. I didn't realize there was there were two outdoor games. The Centennial game they played in Toronto. Uh,
4: yeah, the. Bruins against the Sabers in the first game. They played in two games. The first game was in Buffalo. Adam McQuaid uh, <laughs> got into it with uh, William Carrier on okay. the Sabers. Yep. Both dropped their gloves. Both squared off. Yep. Carrier just hit uh, David Backus and injured him a couple of plays before. Yeah, Backus
3: is out now, right?
4: Both guys were you know gloves off, squared up. No, no one jumped anybody else. Right. No one got you know surprised. Right. And these two linesmen. Named uh, Mark Sheswick and Greg Dvorsky jumped in right like away. they were trying to p- right you away. know, like it was the Secret Service. But except instead of preventing a fight, they jumped in and both of them grabbed Adam McQuaid's arms and held him back while Carrier free oh. arm was just <laughs> swinging no, and cracking geez. them in the
3: face. Oh, not what you're supposed to do. No. No, not what you're supposed to do at all. He one, was totally one grab, immobilized. One grabbed one, one grabbed the other. Pretty simple, right? Yeah, it's and, and I think they both went and grabbed the wrong... They both went for the for the one guy, not knowing the other one was going to go for or, it. Or, geez, I don't know, maybe let them fight it out for a couple of seconds. Not going to happen. If they both agree today's, to it, they're both standing there. In today's NHL, fighting. it's pretty clear fighting is on its way out the door. They are not... Going for it. These linesmen are going to get hurt. I know. Yeah, they got
4: to change the rule and say fighting's not allowed because this is ridiculous. What they're doing right now is ridiculous, and it's dangerous for the players and for the linesmen.
3: Yes, it is. It what, is. Those
4: linesmen are lucky that McQuaid didn't slug one of them. Yeah, he would have been justified in doing and so. By,
3: but he would have been suspended for the rest of the season.
4: Okay, yep. I'll take it. Yep. I'd go. I'd go to the players' unit, and i say, did you see what they were doing? Yeah, They were holding my arms back. What am I supposed to do? He had every right to fling those two guys off of him and maybe even turn around and punch one of them in the face. The only time it's ever okay to hold a guy's arms back while another guy's swinging at him is when you're in the mafia, (laughs) okay? That's it. That's the only time that sort of behavior is acceptable. And even then, it's not really acceptable. It's just something that's been glorified in movies for Mm -hmm. years, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like Billy Bats, you know? Oh, God. Grabs the arm. Here comes Eshi with the pen right in the throat.
3: But that's the thing. They're not allowing it they not. They don't want you to fight anymore.
4: That's fine. It, it, they then don't. you make a rule in the off season, right, right? Oh, they, they're afraid. You don't say fighting's they're still legal, but we want you, we want you referees to jump in between these guys they're and afraid. do your
3: best to hold them back. They're afraid to do that. They're afraid to say fighting's illegal in the, in the game. They're afraid that they just they'll lose everybody. This is this is bad. It is. It Players got, are going to get hurt, and lines are They're going to have to make hurt. a decision one way or the other. Yeah. And
4: uh, the NHL needs to. I think they just need to. They need to let it keep going the way it's been going. I know they want to get it out of the game, but the players want it in the game, and so long as the players want it in the game, and the union's going to fight to keep it in the game because certain players only you know are employed, so they can. And, and it's not really happening. Much I don't know anymore. when this
3: this current NHL deal is up, but they, but they this have, what's happening right now
4: they it, it can't, and that's not just because McQuaid got punched, but they, because of what could happen. They I mean, and the
3: union are not on good terms.
4: Could have been a lot worse.
3: They're not on good terms. I mean, they can't even agree on the uh, Olympic thing. That's getting mm-hmm. that's getting you know really ridiculous. Yeah. So,
4: and uh, I don't know if they have yet, but they they the league and those officials, those linesmen should absolutely apologize yep. for that. I mean, yeah, we'll that's see. that's ridiculous. No, that's that, not gonna happen. They, sh- they should, though. They're not, yeah. They're, he's owed one for that,
3: yeah. Well, now what game was that? When was that?
4: The first Buffalo game, yeah, that's was, too far uh, back. They're not, they're, that's a couple not, of days ago. Yeah, well, last week, that's, yeah. that's not happening. I know it isn't. I'm just yeah. saying, he's no, owed I, know. I know, I know, it. I know, I know, and they should, uh, they should do that, yep. but they won't. You're right. Uh, 603-883-9900 is the phone number. We'll swing it back to the NFL and the Patriots when we come back next hour.
1: Have you been putting off a home improvement project because your budget's a little tight? Well, put it off no longer. National Wallpaper is your one-stop decorating center for cabinets, countertops, paint and supplies, window treatments, and especially wallpaper and flooring. They offer wall coverings for your commercial, designer, and residential properties and work with top brands to give you the floor that you're looking for. Find out more at NashuaPaint.com.
0: It's the year-end holiday event going on now at North End Mazda in Lunenburg. From now until January 3rd, get 0% financing for 63 months on all 2016 Mazda vehicles in stock. Make no payments until March and get a $250 gift card just in time for the holidays. Like the new 2016 Mazda 3i, the new 2016 Mazda 6i, or the new 2016 Mazda CX-5. Over 350 vehicles in stock. You're one click away from great holiday savings at BuyNorthEndMazda.com. See dinner or go to BuyNorthEndMazda.com for details.
2: Offer ends January 3rd.
6: Imagine this, your 14-year-old daughter and her best friends are maybe getting ready to go out. They're maybe upstairs in her bedroom with music playing. They're laughing, maybe trying on clothes, putting on too much makeup, and maybe taking sips of vodka straight out of the bottle, which they might tuck into someone's purse to take to a party. Imagine your kid doing that. It may be hard to imagine, but it is happening. New Hampshire has a big alcohol abuse problem. In fact, New Hampshire ranks second in the nation for binge drinking among 12 to 20-year-olds. Second, you can check the stats at checkthestatsnh.org. As parents, we want to protect our kids, but we have to start now before it's too late. Learn how you can make a difference in your child's life at checkthestatsnh.org. And help the Partnership for a Drug-Free New Hampshire start the conversation.